Arazio Fantasia. Intercepted almost by Arazio Fantasia. Arazio Fantasia. Arazio Fantasia. Arazio Fantasia. Arazio. With more stores close to home and everyday low prices, Great Food lives at Foodland, the mighty South Aussies. He came in with a beanie on today, which suggests it's cold outside. Arazio, good morning to you. Very cold and a bit raining as well. Winter's coming. <laughs> Greasy. Nasty. Yeah. Um, so, it, what's going on, mate? Team comes out last night. Yep. What did, what's Ken told you? Cause, oh, cause we had a good chat. We did. We're ready to launch on this program, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Justice for Arazio. Yeah. Yeah. You said we're going to run it every day until <laughs> you're back in the team. Yeah. So whatever he told you, you tell us and it better be, be good. Yeah, no, it was good. And I'd be the first to admit that I'm, I haven't been playing my best footy. Obviously, two games in and uh, lacking a bit, of, a bit of polish is what we sort of spoke about. And um, that's sort of a, a main reason why I'm, I'm not in the team. And just about just finding form and, and building some confidence back up because obviously I haven't played for a long time. Mm. So. Just building that confidence back up is probably the biggest thing. We're not going to try to put you on the spot, mate. And obviously, you know, you, you've got total respect, as you just demonstrated, for the coach. And the, the coach's decision is final. But as Timmy G, you said, I watched about a quarter and a half of that game. I didn't see the ball get into the port forward line once. <laughs> like, it just seemed to be... It's tough to get touched when you can't... <laughs> the football's not on your end of the ground. But you don't, you don't but have to course, comment on that, mate. That's for us to say, right? That's, that's us talking. Exactly. <laughs> they, I will say that they were a... Bloody good team. They were just so oh, super clean are, and just, yeah. There, there's something unique about the way they're playing footy. Like, it doesn't look like the way... I can't compare them to other sides. It I, feels so attacking. What's it like when you're out there playing against them? It's so feel- hard to get the ball off. It almost feels like Harlem Globetrotter stuff. Like they're literally <laughs> just, like, flicking the ball around and almost, like, having fun. Like, well, they obviously are having fun, yeah. but, like, almost too much fun. Like, they're just flicking it over the head, but they're, they're predictable at the same time. They sort of know where... It, each other is like it's it's hard to defend yeah. is that and yeah. is that a byproduct of of just the skill level across the ground that they can they can play that way or is it something about the fitness or the way they set up i would say a combination of all all okay. three like uh we try to obviously tag dacos and they just had plans <laughs> and that just plans on plans like he just went in the midfield and he went on the wing and everyone was just they were just communicating they knew exactly what was going on if if this happened he'd go here and then you know, they just know wow. the ins and outs. So, very detailed team. Yeah, it was phenomenal. In fact, I read a half-time report on the Tizer specifically about the tag strategy on Dacos. And, you know, as, a, as, as, the, as the opposition coach, Ken must have been going, what do we do with this bloke? <laughs> mm. Second-year player. I think every coach is going to feel that way. Yeah, to totally. he, yeah he was incredible. That, incredible. Yeah. I mean, they, it's two rounds in, though. We've got to keep mm. that in mind. And we keep it in mind, too, for, for your story as well. Because, as you say... You come off the back of being out for a huge long period of time. Then you have a preseason, and it's not the same, obviously, playing yeah. trial games. So the layoff between playing full AFL competitive matches, it's almost like you've come in with no run-up. It must feel a bit like that to, to a degree. A little bit, and that's probably where the frustration is on my side. You know, I, I played the, the practice games, but they're, they're not quite the same. So yeah. just finding my feet is probably the biggest thing. And um, I heard Matthew Richardson talk on um, one of the games last week saying, you know, any sort of knee surgery normally takes you sort of like a month to six weeks to just get back and, and feel yourself again. And that's probably what I'm going through at the moment. The reason I started watching last week, because I, was, I, was, I think I was out in the garden, but my teenage son, 
he was at his mum's and he texted yep. me just all caps, Orazio, when you kicked that goal in the first quarter. And <laughs> yep. I went, oh, excellent. I ran inside and started watching it. And then I went, oh, geez. Yeah, and then I kicked two points and then I just <laughs> went back outside in the garden. Yeah. So <laughs> no, you're on the scoreboard, though. Which is, it? I mean, it, it's sort of, it's bittersweet, I guess. And when you would have gone through this when you do your, your match analysis. So what's that one, two this last week and yep. two, three behinds the first week? So yep. it's not like you're not getting it. Or getting opportunities, you created six scoring six shots on goal in yep. two weeks of footy. I think a lot of blokes would say, "Well, I'm I'm in dynamite form if I can manufacture that." So it's not as though the first two weeks of you haven't been without have been without positives. No, definitely not. And that's that's what we spoke about, you know. And it's probably just that polish that I mentioned at the foot. Like if I just yeah. have a bit more composure and adjusting to the the speed of the game again, you know, probably rush myself a couple of those times. And normally, I would, probably would have finished those goals. So. You could still play tomorrow, potentially, as, as a sub, or do you yeah. go into the Sandful side for the curtain raiser showdown? Oh, we did speak about that. We're gonna. He said we'll finalise that today, just depending on what happens. But yeah. So you'd either be the sub, or, or you'd Sandful. be out there in the snaffle. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So when you look at the the Crows, then uh, mm. how do you prepare for a side that? And I've said with Tom Duday sitting in that seat yesterday, mm. and I made the point to him then. It feels like the Crows have played three quarters this year where they've looked like a top four side. They've yeah. blown two sides off the park for three quarters, but the other five quarters they've played like a bottom four side and been blown off the park. There's been absolutely nothing in between that. How do you go about preparing for a side like that? What do you What are you identifying? <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know that it doesn't matter about form. That's that's the biggest thing, but. You know, we watched a lot of their stuff yesterday and their pressure and their ability to outnumber is massive. So their mids, they work really, really hard and they have a, an absolute crack and they want to get it in their forward half. So th- they're the things that we identified as, okay, we, we need to be able to match them in the contest. Otherwise, we can get blown away because, mm. as you said, they've done that to to Richmond and GWS in those you know those first two games. So, yeah, we've got to be on in the midfield. I think it'll be battle of the midfields, which will be good. This has been crazy. Like, as and as a fan too. Like, your question was aimed at Port from a strategic sense. Then, will but it, it applies equally for Crow supporters because it feels <laughs> like, you know, their the whole marketing line should be: if you want to see some of the best and worst football you've ever seen, don't miss the Crows this weekend. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> Do your head in. Follow the Adelaide Crows. I don't know how many memberships you sell with that as yeah, the pitch. Not, yeah, not many. <laughs> I think that's pretty tough. But they are, they are young. They're, they're playing some mm. good footy, and that's probably what you get with you know young players. You get three good quarters and one quarter where you where you don't. And they've added new players in, which we we watch closely. You know, Isaac Rankin. He's one to watch. Like he's we've mm. got to defend him really well because. You know, he had seven shots in that first game and another five or six. Hey, I wanted to ask you, has Dersma said anything about Rochelle and some of his post-goal celebrations? Because he did a bit of an arrow. <laughs> he did an arrow. Did he pull out the arrow? Yeah. I, yeah. I would have thought that's almost like trademarked. Yeah. Could they arrow each other in the Imagine that. <laughs> just sort of, bang. <laughs> like Robin Hood stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hunting. Might have to tell us about that. Speaking of yeah. young guys, Arazio, was mm. it obvious to you out in the field last week that Jason Horn Francis was getting booed by Collingwood fans. It wasn't obvious at all, okay. and then because you could hear it in the broadcast. Could you? So, yeah. yeah, I guess you're just so focused in the game. But yeah, afterwards, our, our media manager said, "If you do get asked about it, just talk about it." And I was just found it amazing that the Collingwood fans. Why do they care? Yeah, exactly. Like he's a young, a young man, and he wanted to come home to his family. Like it's yeah, bizarre. So we support him, we love him, and we're happy he's home. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've just never seen sort of state-based solidarity between football clubs yeah. before. It's not as though Victoria, um, Collingwood haven't been the recipient of guys wanting to come back. You well, know. it'd be like Correct. Port booing Jake Lever. 
saying, oh, how dare you leave the Crows? Yeah, yeah I, It's exactly. not going to happen. Which I don't think would ever happen. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. he said he'd get a standing ovation probably yeah, more than ever. Right, yeah, exactly. yeah, totally bizarre. Yeah. Well, hey, mate, good on you. A lot of... Because you guys yeah. live your life in the public arena and, like, you know, get getting uh, rested, whatever the euphemism is for it... Um, a lot of blokes wouldn't turn up. <laughs> so seriously, good on you, mate. You're you. Stand up, bloke, and we love our segment with you. And whatever you're doing tomorrow, be at the sub or in the in the SANFL. Good luck for good luck for Saturday. Thank you. Good on you, right? So good to have you in, mate. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, six to nine, five double A breakfast.